Oh my goodness. Welcome back, everybody. It is Andy Christopher here, aka the Dilf, the dad I listen to frequently. And we welcomed baby girl Alina Kathleen Christopher into the world just six days ago. So forgive me on this one. It's going to be a little bit short, but definitely very sweet. And, you know, we're going to move on to the, um, you know, all the things that having two children entails and the weekly insight and look into that in the, uh, in the coming weeks. But man, right now we're just so grateful. There's so much chaos and there's so much uncertainty, not only in the world, but as you're going into having your second child, you get hit with a lot of different feelings and a lot of different emotions as it's approaching. And you plan, you prepare, you read, you communicate with your partner, and you do everything you can to set yourself up for success when that moment comes. But if if you're just about to have your first child, when when you see your child being born, it's it's like an epiphany of awesomeness. Like, how did I survive and what was I doing before this moment? We talked about all the how all the parenting cliches are pretty true. But that moment of seeing seeing your child come out is something else. And I can't wait for you, if you so choose, to experience it for yourself on on one side or the other. Obviously, we look at it here from the dad's perspective. And, you know, as we do everything we can to comfort our partners and significant others, make them feel good and beautiful and and you know, taken care of in this situation. We obviously don't know the physical pain and the emotional kind of stressors that they're undergoing as they're going into this, but that release and that just jovial nature and tears being shed, I just, I can't wait for you to experience it if that's the the path that you choose with your partner. So Alina came in. And she was full term opposed to Arlo, who was five weeks early. And we, you know, we, we'd gone back and forth in terms of just like, Julia always joked like, oh, you know, I, I don't really want to have a girl because, you know, I know what a, what a bitch I was when I was in my teens. And I don't want to have to go through that. Plus, as soon as that baby girl is born, it's going to be you and her versus, versus me forever. And that's when we were talking about having our first kid. And, um, you know, while we felt prepared, we, now that she's here, it's like, of course you're here. We had to have you. You are amazing and incredible. And it's only been a week. Oh my gosh. But it has been a week and man, you know, we're, we're going through it. She's, she's been sleeping like a champ and she's been nursing very well all things considered if you haven't if you haven't never set up an appointment with a with a lactation specialist i highly highly recommend it because every time we come out of those appointments we take away something new that is extremely useful and very much relevant to the moment at hand so 
highly recommend that. But she's here. She's healthy. Mom's recovering. Uh, Julia was on last week's episode. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, it was, it was incredible. And everyone's, everyone's doing well, but the, obviously the biggest hurdle that we were all anticipating was how is Arlo going to react to being a big brother, to having this entity in, in the play, like in the fold. And, um, he has been so excellent. Don't get me wrong. He he's lashed out at us, at, at myself and Julia, plenty of times. Our grandparents are here too, and he's pushing his boundaries. He's he's testing limits. He's doing all that good stuff. I think that just is part of being a toddler. But he's at his core such a sweet child that watching him interact with Alina has it, it makes everything worthwhile. No matter how little you've slept, no matter you know, what you need to get done that day. It's just so worth it. And as I mentioned previously, we prepared him for this. You know, it's it's been a couple months in the making, but when it's actually here, we obviously had no idea. We brought Arlo into the hospital to to meet baby girl, uh, Alina, the, the first and the second day that she was alive. And um, he was a little bit standoffish at first, but by the end of the first session, he was pet, like petting her on the head, almost like a dog. And he was running around saying, I'm a big brother. I'm a big brother. And it, it sounds, it doesn't sound that, I don't know, monumental, but Julia and I were both just tearing up at how wonderful this was. And the second day, you know, he's calling her sissy and He's not afraid to be near her and he's asking mom how she's doing and how he can take care of her. He he's like, oh no, you know, when when Alina's crying and he's just being so sweet. But the the capper moment in in the past week, by far, we we were putting Arlo down for his nap and we were all reading books together, including Alina. And I was taking her out of the room and saying, you know, Arlo have a good nap. And it's been custom as we've been walking out for him to ask for a hug and a kiss, you know, say hug, kiss, hug, kiss. And so I stop and I bend down and I go to give him a hug. And he says, no, sissy, not daddy. And Julia and I just both looked at each other like, oh my gosh, if this happens, (laughs) this will, this will send us over the emotional edge. And so I kind of expose her shoulder a little bit and she's, she's been sleeping all the time. So she's not really aware of what's obviously what's happening, but Arlo's trying to weave his way in there and he's, he's not like giving her a kiss on the shoulder. I'm like, wait, a minute. so I like turn her full, like full face to him. And he goes in and kisses her right on the lips and says, bye sissy. And we, Joy and I were done. Absolutely with the force and heat of a thousand suns melted into the ground forever and ever, we could have easily had that be the last moment in our lives and lived a tremendous life. And that, you know, that sweetness is so wonderful. And we know that there's going to be further growing pains, but right now everyone's, everyone's in a good vibe. Everyone's in a good spot. And 
we're, you know, we're remembering all the things about having a newborn. It is truly like riding a bike. If, if you are nervous about having that second kid or you feel underprepared, don't feel it. You, everything just kicks back in from the different kind of poop schedule to the, how, how gentle you have to be when, you know, cleaning stuff off their body to, I got to burp them and bounce them all the time. You know, when you've got a toddler, you forget about all this stuff. And, um, it's, gosh, it's just been so wonderful to see our family grow, see how everything's starting to take shape for the future. And, um, as I mentioned, we've got our grandparents here and it's, it's night and day compared to when COVID happened because we couldn't really have anyone visit. And and when we did, we were already kind of in a groove and it was very discordant. But another thing that I've taken away is that grandparents are so grateful to be part of that experience. And everyone has been wanting to come out and wanting to help and Part of it is I think that everyone's excited that there's finally a, a girl in the family again. There's it, There's been a run of boys and it's just been boy, 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 boy. But having that support has made our lives so much easier and just feeling loved and feeling taken care of helps us stay calm and not exude that stress and frustration to our children. So that has been something that we've been so, so grateful for every single night. And no, we haven't been sleeping great or sleeping a ton, but Julia had her, you know, we, we got some Mexican food today and we've been having home cooked dinners. And, um, you know, we've been talking about when we're going to go, <coughs> excuse me, had a little tick on my throat when we're going to go, you know, grab happy hour and, We've got some things happening in you know my own career and we're we're doing this trivia night thing and everything's just kind of taking shape for the family and it's just so fun to realize and remember and be reminded that the reward is the journey. You know, if we constantly set goals for ourselves and we're just always worried about hitting that next goal and getting that next metric or check in the bank or whatever is your benchmark for success completed, you forget that all this stuff that's happening on the day-to-day and in these moments and the love and the happiness and the sadness and the frustrations and the learning and the evolving, that shit's the reward. That's the that's the good stuff right there. And I'm just taking it all in right now. I'm I'm more rested than I expected to be. But you know fitness and, and, and wellness and all that stuff. It can, it can wait for the time being. I'm, I'm doing my best to stay patient with that. Trying to pepper in a, a ride here, like a bike ride here and there whenever I can, but just taking it all in and watching grandparents interact with little man and baby girl and watching Julia be so brave and patient and just incredible and how she's treating Alina and take still taking care of Arlo. And it, it just feels like it's all clicking. And 
what I would say is your preparation for baby number two and your preparation for becoming parents is how you will be able to, you know, look in the moment or or look back as to whether or not that was successful or that was good or bad or, you know, however you want to look at it, but just talk, prepare, and be ready to be flexible when the moment actually comes and be ready to be there for your partner. You know, we're, we're all tired right now. And when you hear, when you hear the little one screaming and it's three in the morning again, and nobody wants to get out of bed, it's just like, Hey, let's take that first step. And then all of a sudden she's on your chest and she's, we, we like to joke that she's, she makes these snoot sounds that you, the little baby sounds are the cutest things ever. They're little snoots. And as long as you're there for each other, you'll you'll figure a way through that moment, through those hours, and into, you know, the light or into the next moment when you can be drinking your coffee together and and enjoying everything together. But if you just take that first step and really assert yourself to take charge when everyone's tired and everyone's exhausted. It just makes things that much easier. And that's, that's dad or mom. I mean, that's kind of anyone in this moment. Um, It just tends to fall on the mother a lot more frequently because they're the ones nursing. They're the ones whose bodies are going through these enormous swings and emotions and changes and in, you know, weight and in, um, all these different hormones and chemical imbalances and rebalancing. And, you know, as the dad, we're still just kind of us. And now we have this new emotional factor and this new, um, this new presence in our lives that we're acclimating to, but it's nowhere near what the mom's going through. So dad's out there, take the step, be brave yourself and be as present as you possibly can in those first few days. And you will never, ever regret being that type of dad in, in my opinion. So it's, it's late. Um, I'll have a lot more to share. I I have a lot of thoughts on what's been transpiring and what's been happening, but I wanted to share that wonderful Arlo story and moment with Alina, share that everyone's doing well and that, um, you know, we're just pressing on kind of hour by hour and day by day at this point. So if you if you have anything to share, please feel free to you know reach out on our socials. We've got the Dilf Show at gmail.com that you can always send emails to. Always listening, always reading those. And go out and go out and make someone feel happy today. Make someone feel important, and it will be a day well spent. Whether it's your family, your friends, someone you haven't talked to in a while, or a complete stranger. Just go make someone feel good. Okay. I love you, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it.